Hey you guys, welcome to episode 14 of On to the Next Podcast. How's everyone doing? How's everybody's week been, you know? The usual checkups. Um, I had a pretty good week. This week I'm excited for this episode because I think the topic is interesting, my personal opinion. Um, but since it's the first episode of August, I of course want to do goals and my July faves so the first thing on the list um one of my favorite things in July was going to the pool I was like a fiend to go to the pool every weekend and today I tried to go to the pool and woke up early this morning to go for a long walk so I could be productive all day and which did work out and the weather was beautiful and last time I checked the weather it was like sunny high of 92 the UV was a 10 you know like great laying by the pool weather and so I worked out and then came home ate breakfast and needed to clean my apartment like wipe everything down vacuum really well so I did that before I did anything else and then literally put on my swimsuit sunscreen myself up put on my little cover-up pants my cute little bucket hat walked to the pool and it started thundering I said you're kidding I laid there for probably like 10 minutes and then it started raining on me. So I was like, well, I guess I better go. So then I continued to just be productive. So it's fine, but have really been loving that. And then the next thing is probably going to make people like choke on their water. Is I really liked making my coffee at home. (gasps) I know, I know, I know. I know, but it's because my mom found this cold brew from Aldi that she heard a really good review about from some guy who was like, I love Starbucks cold brew, and I found this, and it's delicious and comparative and blah, blah, blah. So she got it for me the last time that I was home, and so I've just been getting that. It's like eight bucks, and you get this like cute little jug, but it is like really good, and it's very strong, so you have to dilute it with like equal parts or more of water but it's delish so 10 out of 10 recommend if you're trying to save money but you like iced coffee that actually tastes like coffee and not water highly recommend going to Aldi and picking that up um so we all know that one of my goals for July was to read two books and then just to like read more in general as one of my new year's resolutions and I did read my two books and I get really bored walking on the treadmill Like, even if I'm listening to music or podcasts or anything, like, I either, like, need to be watching a video or doing something, and, but I also get really bored reading, like, sitting down. Like, I think I just get really antsy, and that's why I'm also not good at reading, um, or, like, making time to do it, which is something I'm working on. Um, so I like to read on the treadmill, and I would just hop on there for, like, 30 to 45 minutes, and depending on how I broke it up like sometimes my goal was to read like 50 pages a day and then other times it's just to like read while I'm walking so that's super helpful I used to do that before and my friends thought it was nerdy and I was like well I don't know what else I'm supposed to do on the treadmill and I feel like it's just a really good use of my time so if you want to try to read more but it's hard for you to make time for it highly recommend like reading while you walk because you're just killing two birds with one stone 
working your brain out and your whole body, you know? Um, I said this one before, but Coke Zero, Coke Cherry, Cherry Coke Zero, and then I tried a new one because Ingles, which is like equivalent to a Kroger, which I love, but I don't have access to here, um, they had Coke products, like buy three cases, get it for like 10 bucks, so I was like, well, sometimes I want like a little treat, and also like the mini cans were like $9, and I was like, yeah, okay, this is like a way better deal, so I also got because I've been wanting to try it, the Dr. Pepper strawberries and cream, but they had like a Dr. Pepper zero version of it. So I was like, that could be better because I'm sure it'll be less sweet. And it is. And I think it's like really freaking good. So if you've never tried that one, like you should. But I prefer the zero one. I heard someone say that the regular one they didn't like because it was super sweet. So yeah, take my advice, do the zero first. Um, ACDC is the last one, is definitely a July fave. I have always been very fascinated by ACDC as a band, but there's just, like, nothing on them. Like, there's no documentary on them anywhere. Like, YouTube videos are either, like, just live concert videos or music videos of theirs, which is essentially them just performing at a concert. Um, So, for Christmas, I bought Brian Johnson, the lead singer who took Bon Scott's place after he died. Um... He had an autobiography and I saw it at Target and I literally just like snatched it up right away and really excited about it. And I started reading it after Christmas um, and then I just stopped. So I finished that. I probably only was like maybe a third of the way through. So I counted that as my book because it was like 400 pages long. So, you know, definitely a book. Um, But then I got my dad one on Angus Young that... I'm excited to read when I go home because he hasn't read it yet. So I'm going to snag that and trade him my Brian Johnson book. But so good. Like if you like to read about things that are real and just like historical, but you know, not like, I don't know, I shouldn't say boring topics of history, but I don't know. I just like really like reading about sports and like music. Those are two of my favorite things anyways. So just reading about the history of it all and things like that. So I highly recommend that book. Um, hopefully there'll be another one. This was pretty much just about, like, his life growing up, like, from a little boy up through his time with ACDC, but there are only a few chapters dedicated to his life about ACDC, so hopefully there'll be another one where he goes more in-depth with his 35 years with them. Um, but yeah, I'm not really like a fiction girly. I feel like I'm delusional enough as it is. Like I don't need to read things that aren't real because I can make them up in my head, you know? Um, and then my goals for this month, I usually like to make five and I think I finished, well this year, this week, month, (laughs) this month I had, well last month, oh my god, last month I probably had like six goals um and I would say I completed like five and a half of them the one I didn't do was challenging myself running more like either by distance or length of time because listen no matter like how many times I try like running a mile is like as as good as it gets like I just don't understand how people run more than a mile (laughs) 
I think the most I've ran ever is like 1.75 miles in one sitting. And I don't know what came over me. I know exactly what came over me and where I was running. And I'm not never going to share that. But I was totally fine, just to be clear. Like, I was not in danger in any way. Um, but, yeah. So I did not do that. I think I ran twice last month. Like, not even a full mile. Like, I think I did one mile. Well, a little over a mile. And then, but I was on the treadmill. And then I ran outside for the first time in, like, three weeks prior to that. And it was hard. It was hard. And it was so hot outside. And I was like, I can't. I can't go on. Um, But my knee's also been hurting me. The one that I hurt my senior year of high school. Um, So I've just been trying to focus on strengthening my quads to help with my knee pain so I've been just taking a break from that and have only been hitting legs once a week now because I just feel like I was putting too much stress on my knees like too many squats were happening in various positions and machines and I just hate squats in general anyways so yeah um and then the other one I gave myself a half point because it was to not buy coffee out the whole month but I did but I limited the amount I did it. So that's why I gave myself a half point because I was definitely conscientious about buying coffee out, especially since I found the cold brew. So yeah, that kind of cover it. That's like my Sparknotes version of my July favorites and my goals. And I have my goal set for this month as well. Um, which I guess I can share. Um, running The running one's still up there because I just it's something I want to do for myself. Um, just like, you know, to be able to run more than a mile without being like, oh my God. Like, how do people do this like for 26 miles? You know what I mean? Um, still limit my coffee out. Eye roll. Heavy, heavy eye roll. Um, I want to read three books this month instead of two. Um... I feel like last month I was really like loosey-goosey about tracking my food which is totally fine and healthy and normal and you should definitely do that but I want to for me want to be just like a little more strict about it again um just because I want to but yeah so that's a goal of mine just to lean in on those more I was just like eating a lot more I don't want to call them cheat meals because, like, I'm very conscious about the things that I eat. Um, but, like, I was just, like, I don't know, in a rush. And I would be, like, okay, well, I want a pub sub because now that I have Publix and they're so good. But I'd be, like, oh, go and get a pub sub. I don't know. When I was working with my coach, he was, like, you just want to, like, simplify the ingredients you're eating. Um, and I do feel like I just felt a lot better um, when I was doing that. So that's why I want to focus on it more, just, like – you know, not eating so many ingredients multiple times throughout the week versus just, like, thinking about it to a couple times a week. Not that any of it was unhealthy, but, you know, just, like, simplifying it some more. And then, oh, this is a big one, which relates to today's episode, but I really want to try to unplug after I get home from work and usually after I get home from the gym. So after that, I it's probably like I have like three hours or so before I go to sleep. And I just want to like focus on like putting my phone away. And like hopefully I hit all my steps and 
close my rings by the time I get home and I unplug it my watch and charge it so I don't get any notifications and things like that just because I stare at a computer all day and even when there's nothing going on at work like we just sit on our phones which is a whole other annoyance of mine but yeah so I just want to rest my eyes more and just yeah unplug you know it's good to disconnect um but those are my goals for this month I'll let you know how they go. I think they'll be fine. Um, I'm excited about them. I plan to go to the library sometime. I'm going home in a couple weeks, so I have to figure that out. But um, definitely probably going to steal both the books I got my parents for Christmas because I don't think they've started or have finished them. And they're going on vacation, so I feel like if I steal them and then read them real quick, then it'll be good. So, yeah. Now let's get into today's episode. So, so for today's episode, I want to talk about detachment, um, attachment styles, and then being okay by yourself and what I personally think that means and what that looks like. Uh, And I think that it's very different than the stereotypical being okay by yourself looks like. So the reason I wanted to talk about attachment styles is because I took a quiz this week to figure out what my attachment style was. Um, I've done this before and I actually got the same answer. So I was like, dang it. That's how I know it's mine. But just kind of wanted to talk about them. I feel like most people know what they are, but I know that some people don't. So just wanted to introduce the four of them and then share what my attachment style is and the characteristics of it and then also how I personally plan to work on that or even just sharing about how practicing detachment I think is going to help me with it. Okay, so I'm going to introduce them. I think based off of like their most common forms, which again, I'm not licensed professional or anything, um, but there are a couple different names that they have for two of them um so yeah I'm just gonna share them how I usually see them um but there's secure anxious dismissive avoidant and fearful avoidant okay so secure attachment style I feel like is the ultimate goal for everybody that you want to be at of course um basically it means you can trust fairly easily um you're in tune with your emotions uh can communicate when you're upset directly and easily more easily um you lead with cooperative and flexible behavior in relationships so essentially like you're understanding pretty much well-rounded person and you're pretty well off when it comes to having relationships with other people then you have your anxious attachment style which i feel like is the most commonly talked about one um you have a sensitive nervous system, you struggle communicating your needs directly with your other person, um, tends to act out when triggered, um, like you make your partner jealous. I'd imagine it's more of like a toxically based relationship than anything else. Then you have avoidant dismissive, um, which means like you downplay the importance of relationships, you're extremely self-reliant, Uh, And you can become more vulnerable 
when there is a big crisis. And then lastly, with fearful avoidant, uh, you value intimate relationships more than dismissive avoidant. You experience high anxiety in intimate relationships. You fear rejection and have a low self-esteem. And you want to depend on others and be vulnerable, but feels deeply fearful and distrustful. So um, when I took the quiz, I think it was like last year, and then I took it again this year, I got the same thing, and I got fearful avoidant. Um, Well, I got disorganized fearful avoidant. And basically, I think it's just a result of abandonment issues and different aspects of life. Um... And it's a combination of anxious and secure. So you, like, want security, but you also, like, push it away, which I would say is pretty pretty accurate for me. I would not say I have a low self-esteem. I mean, I feel like everybody has their moments and their days, Um, For me, I think I do a lot of second guessing, which I guess could relate to a low self-esteem, but I don't know. I just don't personally view it that way. Um, I do think highly of myself in most aspects, so that's the one thing I would personally disagree with. And a lot of it talks about like your caregiver, and uh, my parents are wonderful, so I don't think that any of it falls back on them I think a lot of it is just from other relationships in my life um, through family and friends and the outcomes of those and you know how they were built growing up so yeah which is fun you know um I've talked to people before and they don't like having to label everything um but you know I think attachment styles are cool just like your love languages like it teaches you about yourself it makes you realize those things that maybe you weren't able to recognize or you were feeling these things or you know you've been in relationships before and you're like why do I feel like this or like if you're anxious attachment and you're like why can't I relax when this happens and blah 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 like now you know and it's just a way for you to recognize it and then try to work on it so you do get to the ultimate goal I think it's the ultimate goal is having a secure attachment style Um, It's just like your love languages. Like if you understand the way that people receive love or like to receive love, then you're able to give that to them if you listen. And if you can't or make that adjustment to people, then, you know, I just don't feel like you care enough, which maybe that's too blunt. But I don't know. I think that if you care about somebody and they say like, hey, I don't like this or like I need this extra whatever it may be. Like, you should want to do that for them and, like, recognize, like, hey, this – it makes them nervous when I don't talk to them for 12 hours. Like, let me send them a text and just let them know, even if you're not having a full conversation. Or, like, I've seen a lot of cases where, you know, people who have anxious attachment, like, they need to know what's going on with their partner. So if they don't hear from them for hours, you know, they're like, well, what's going on? Which is fair. Um But for some people, they might be like, oh, I was just busy and I didn't think about it, which is also valid. But your partner needs to know what is going on. So even if you just send a text and I've seen TikToks and stuff like that where they're like, hey, I was busy or I'm going to be busy all day. Like, just want to let you know, have a good day. And like, I feel like that little bit, which of course, everybody's different, but 
I feel like it's something as simple and easy as that that people can do and I just feel like if you're not willing to do that then you don't care so yeah that's why I'm just being blunt with it because if you did care you would do it but I just thought those would be interesting to introduce I remember learning about them in psych um in college when I was um well it turned into my minor but that was my declared major my freshman year um and I just like love psychology and sociology and learning how people think and function and all of those things like I just think it's really important I think it's yeah more people should know about it um but yeah so I just wanted to introduce that because you know people might not know what they are or just know like little tidbits and of course I got my information off of a random website so it's it, it is out there so if you're interested in learning what yours is I I took a quiz and there's a few different ones out there that I tried um you know because you know you always want to like get an answer but then you want to be like well is that really what I am um but the, all of them were like related to like your relationship or your partner and I don't have one of those so I was like meh so yeah but I thought that that was a good introduction to me wanting to talk about detachment and although that technically that's something that I do as a part of my attachment style I just really think that it's a good thing to practice no matter who you are whatever attachment or anything you want to describe yourself as or recognize as like practicing detachment like I think teaches you to be okay in things it teaches you to not get your hopes up to put people on pedestals to have super high expectations which always keep those things well the expectations part um always keep that high but for me it's really hard to understand for somebody who feels as deeply as I do and tries to be very intentional and kind to people that not a lot of people are like that so it ends up just hurting my feelings because I I look at myself and I'm like well I can do it why can't you or that's like like I said last week, like sometimes your floor are other people's ceilings, which is challenging. Um, sometimes depending on the type of relationship or anything, like I think that that's like a really hard thing for me to learn, even just like making friends. Yeah, so that's why I want to practice detachment and why I've been working on it and just for like the next few months, whatever I decide to do. Um, I feel like if you can detach from things, then it makes moving on from them a lot easier as well. So I guess the example I want to use is when I was really excited talking about my quote unquote husband um, a few episodes ago, which truthfully, like I think is accurate. However, that's something you can force to happen or even expect to happen. And currently, I am very at peace with the fact of not caring about it at all or any type of relationship 
like new and budding like right now I personally kind of just want to work on the relationships that I have with people um the people who like make me feel really happy all the time versus the people who make me feel happy if they text me back or if I get to see them twice a week you know like happiness is happiness and those things matter too but I feel like it's so easy to get like excited and well for me it is it's so easy to get like excited and be like this could happen and then you think about it and then you just leave room for disappointment so like I feel like that sounds really negative to be like I am very at peace with not caring about any of it or any new relationship friendship wise or anything so it's easier to move on and leave um but I mean it in a very positive way and I think it's a very positive thing for me personally um so I think it's a good thing it's it really does bring me a lot of peace of mind to say that out loud and to even like think and feel that because you know last year or maybe even a couple months ago like I would not have felt that way and I would have been very stressed out about that whole idea so I guess the ways that I am practicing detachment um would be like with my phone um which a couple weeks ago I deactivated my Instagram but then I took these accidentally cute selfies at the pool and I was like low-key major slay like I'm not even wearing makeup like no big deal um but I just like thought they were cute so I reactivated my Instagram because I wanted to post the pictures um which is like really silly but I wanted to do it uh, <laughs> um but I did that and attempt to and then I don't know really just like social media in general I keep it because it's the easiest way for me to keep up with my long distance friends um so like that's always why I loved it like you know if you get to see somebody once a year like it's nice to have like see what they're posting about in their life and like what they may be doing during their day um so that's why it's hard for me to just get rid of it but one I feel like I just waste a lot of time on there so that's why I made it my goal um, like, it's so easy to, like, be, like, oh, my God, I can't sleep. So then you, like, get on TikTok and all of a sudden it's an hour later and you're, like, holy shit. Like, what the heck just happened? Um, it's just, like, really easy to get distracted. And, like, Instagram, I felt myself just getting annoyed. And some people were, like, you know, you can just unfollow them, right? And I was, like, I would feel like I would feel tempted to, like, creep on some people to see like what's going on if I unfollowed them um it sounds creepy but I know everybody does it um and then I just feel like they're not relationships where like I have that type of beef with them that I'm like I don't want to follow you and I don't want you seeing what I see I just like I don't know I think that I just have some other little things like seeing people you used to be friends with and like that relationship ending when you don't really understand why like it's hard to see them all still being friends and I think that's like been really challenging for me lately is thinking about that and thinking about how like I moved away but prior to that like all of those people are still friends and like they're in each other's weddings and they're going to each other's bachelorette parties and birthdays and things like that but like I'm the one who's not included in that group anymore And I don't know, that bothers me. I don't know why it bothers me. 
I think it's just because I like to know things and I don't know why that happened. Um, yeah. I'm never going to go into that specifically. I feel like I mention it a lot, very vaguely, but I don't know. That's kind of hard. So, like, I kind of want to detach from that and be like, it's okay that you don't have that, Molly. I, like, know that I have a lot of other friendships all over the place, which I know a lot of people don't have. Um, so, yeah, I just feel like I was wor- I worry and stress about things that, don't get me wrong, matter. But I feel like I come back to them and they're more, like, intrusive thoughts than anything else. And I just don't want to experience them anymore. Because I do feel like it's robbing me of my peace. And I feel like I would rather just, like, disconnect completely than to, like, delete people and unadd and unfollow and things like that. Which, I don't know. I just feel like I could find better use with my time than just being on it in general. So that's why I feel that way. I feel like that was, like, very rambly. I was staring at my blank wall talking that whole time. But I just like, I don't know. I just think that that's like detachment and like knowing your attachment styles and how you want to act in relationships or feel in relationships with anybody. It doesn't have to be romantic. There is so much room for you to get hurt at any given point. I know that people can turn on you any second. And I think that that is the hardest part about things. But it's practicing being okay if that happens. Like being able to be like, I didn't do anything. That's on you versus like gaslighting yourself and putting that blame on yourself. And I just think that. I don't know, with social media and things like that, like, there's so many opinions out there and voices and people sharing what they think things should be like. And, you know, like, in the grand scheme of things, like, yeah, social media is very cool and having that tool is very great. But also at the same time, like, if you're somebody who overthinks or, you know, you have a hard time figuring out which way to go or what thing to do like you just have a lot of thoughts going through your brain it's really hard to feel like secure and content with a decision when all of those things are going on because people all act differently and everybody experiences things differently and not everybody has the same experience even if it's the same kind of situation like her boyfriend is not the same as your boyfriend even though they both ended the same way or similar things happen like those experiences are different because obviously your boyfriends are different so like the root of all of it like comes from a different place and so I just think that you know like throwing out like if they wanted to they would like yeah in an instance that makes sense if they cared enough they would do it but also at the same time like working up that little bit of courage, which I know I talked about before, is hard for some people. So it can apply the same way. But then I feel like if you see that and someone's not treating you well, it's so easy for you to be like, no, you're right. Like if they wanted to, they would. 
And I think it just comes down to like what you want your beliefs to be and what you want your opinions to be and feeling okay enough to believe in those firmly without letting somebody sway them back and forth. And that's why I, I don't know. I think social media is great, like I said, but I just think that I want to like go away from it for a hot minute. I mean, besides the podcast, but I don't know. That's why I was like feeling like inspired to talk about detachment because I feel like that is like the number one place to start is by social media because there's there's just too much going on. There's too many people talking. Like I wish people would shut up, honestly. But like if you read through comments on things, like people talk out of their ass and it's like, bro, like did you read anything? Like did you educate yourself on anything before you spoke? And I know that like that was very common um, with like Black Lives Matter and like people were talking without educating themselves and being just very ignorant but I feel like that opened my eyes to how often people do it with everything and it's crazy and cancel culture is crazy and there are just so many things out there and it's just it's just bizarre there are too many too many cooks in the kitchen too many people fueling fires that don't need to be fueled and I think it just makes things very confusing for people. And this is all from me personally. So, like, if you relate to it, like, that's amazing. But talking from, like, my own personal feelings, like, having – reading through comments and seeing videos and seeing things about what people are doing now and later and how old they are and where they are in their timeline and things like that. Like, it is so easy to get confused and have so many thoughts running through your brain. So I guess the way that I would besides like trying to unplug from social media and make more conscious decisions and efforts of, you know, unplugging from it um, in the long term of things, I feel like I try to, I don't know, plan my days accordingly and like think about what I'm going to do during the day and how that's going to benefit me like there are a lot of days where I'm like tired and I would rather like lay around all day but like what's laying around all day gonna get me don't get me wrong that's important to do every once in a while because you definitely should but if I like I could easily be like I don't have any friends here there's nothing to do here let me just stay in my apartment all day long and lay around and watch tv I could easily do that. I could easily be a hermit. But instead, I wake up at 7 a.m. and I wash my face and I brush my teeth and I make myself breakfast and coffee and I work out and I go to the pool and I grocery shop and I meal prep. And like today, I went to Greenville and there's this thing called the Swamp Rabbit Trail. It's like 22 miles long. So I went and found a place that it starts and started walking it for a few miles and just like was trying to explore a little bit tried a new coffee place like things like that like I no, I don't have a friend group to do it with I don't have anyone to do it with and sometimes that's really hard but I'm doing it by myself and I'm making the conscious effort to every day wake up and still be productive and do things that are good for myself with my time like I'm sitting here recording this podcast talking about it 
and trying to read and setting goals for myself every month and writing in my planner, like things like that. All of those things are going to help me be a better person in the long run. And by doing those things and having that mindset about while I'm doing those things, I feel like it helps me detach from all the other things that I was focusing on, obviously, you know, like it's not a distraction, but it's like, what word do I want to use? It's just very mindful. I think that's the best way to put it. It's very mindful and a good use of my time so that like, you know what? I'm creating this life. I'm watering my own grass. All of these things are going to benefit me. And if I'm thinking about it like that, like, I don't want to be stuck here forever because of X, Y, and Z. Like, I know that how I approach my day and the things I do during my day and how I do them and things like that, like what I talked about last week, just like holding yourself to a higher standard. Like, actively, like, yeah, I might go to the pool and lay there, but I go to the pool by myself and I lay there by myself and I have a good time doing it. I listen to podcasts. Like, I hear more points of views. I read books. I listen to Taylor Swift because I love her. Pause. Literally, I was vacuuming today and I was like, people who don't like or listen to Taylor Swift, like, what do you do with your time? Like, seriously. Like, I'm being serious. Anyways, someone answer that question for me, please. Just kidding. If you don't like Taylor Swift and you're listening to this, you should probably just stop. I'm just kidding. Please continue listening. I checked my little... um analytics the other day for the first time which was like fun and they're not like crazy or anything but I was like cool like thanks guys um but yeah if you don't like Taylor Swift and you're listening to this please dm me and let me know what you do with your time because I would like to know anyways but yeah like those are things that I'm choosing to do I'm not just laying there like a vegetable you know so by doing those things I feel like I'm practicing some type of detachment because you know since doing those things I'm able to sit here and say I'm content in that aspect that I know I can do it I know that I can do things by myself which I've known before I trust me I I know but feeling at peace with that like don't get me wrong like I would love friends love a good group but I've just come to the conclusion and again have just found peace in the fact that that might not be here and that's okay and that's just like a very freeing state of mind because I know that I can move on from wherever I may be in my life and feel okay with the fact that I'm moving on and not feel sad or anything like that like oh I have to say goodbye to so-and-so or this and this like because I'm focusing more on like bettering myself in my own mind that making that transition will be easier so that brings me into what I think being okay by yourself really means and you know I feel like a lot of times it's painted as like you're just not in a relationship and you're you're okay like you don't need someone to text you 24 7 you don't need to go on dates with people you don't need to have a boyfriend or a girlfriend you know I feel like that's usually the sentiment it's talked about in but I think it's truly 
being by yourself with I don't know if a lot of people have ever experienced that and I don't wish that on anybody ever but like me knowing I do have friends and family that love me in place but they're just not here with me you know and they're busy with their lives and although we have like very close relationships like I can't just like chat them up and be like hey come over and do this like that is kind of where I'm looking at this from but because of that like I go explore cities by myself I go to concerts alone I go to movies by myself I go to baseball games alone like I go out and do those things am I going out to meet people no what I like to yes but that's hard to do like it's hard no matter who you are or how old you are like lurking at a bar or just like really anywhere is creepy you know it weirds people out regardless of your intentions I mean unless you're going to like an organized group like Jenna Palak does her fun on weekdays events like unless you're doing that like I feel like it's weird for me to just like go sit at a bar and be like hey guys like you guys look fun can I sit with you (laughs) like just doesn't work like that so and I shared that I went to a we were talking about the Barbie movie me and one of my intern friends um and I was like, oh, maybe I'll just go next Tuesday because they do the half price movies on Tuesdays here as well. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll just go next Tuesday. Like, that sounds fun. And she's like, I can't believe you like are going to go alone. Like, I could never do that. And I was like, I went to a concert by myself last month. And she was like, really? And I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't have anybody to do those things with. So like, it's either not do it or go and enjoy myself. Like, that's how I look at it. And really, once you do it, it's not that scary. Like, I go to restaurants by myself. I sit down. I eat dinner. Like, I put on a cute outfit and go. Like, you don't – it's better with other people. It makes you feel, like, a little less awkward in that way. But at the same time, it doesn't make me feel uncomfortable that I'm doing it because it's either do it by yourself and do something fun and enjoyable or not do it at all and, like, be miserable. So – that's what I think like once you're able to do it and you're able to do it and feel comfortable like that is what being okay by yourself really means it's not oh I like am a hermit and I like sit in my apartment and have like nice Friday nights in which that could be too but I think a big part of it is being able to go out and explore and feel okay outside of the safeness of like your home and your own bubble You know what I mean? I think if you're doing either of those things, it's really great. And any type of activity you can do and feel peaceful and content by yourself is always the goal. But I think just for like another perspective on it, it's to challenge yourself to go out and do those things alone. Do activities that aren't normal, quote unquote to do alone go do them alone and see how you feel if you hate it you hate it but I mean I think that that's like next level of being okay by yourself and that's how I personally would like to and plan to view that moving forward so overall I don't know those are just like my thoughts sometimes I think about like recording all my thoughts every time I think it instead of like waiting to do an episode because it's really hard once you're out of that moment to kind of like rethink about it but 
that's kind of where my head has been the past week and I just thought I would share and something that I heard someone say that I think is just like really important life advice for anything and I think matches well with this is that you know I don't think people have bad intentions I think that people have just experienced different things and it affects everybody differently um and I just think that people are doing the best that they can and they're all just trying to love the best that they can and the way that they know how or the way that they were taught. Um, and I think that that's also why I thought talking about attachment styles would be really helpful because I think before getting your feelings hurt or getting frustrated or being upset because of whatever reason, like they didn't text you back or they were really distant for however long. Like, things like that. Like, just trying to understand. Now, don't get me wrong. I think that people know exactly what they're doing when they're doing it. And that's the difference. But that's just knowing the type of person. Um, But I just think that, you know, everybody is just doing the best that they can. And to have patience. And to still have your boundaries and expectations and standards as high as you want them to be. And whatever that looks like for you, do it. But to also, like, just take a second and be like, they're doing the best that they can and I'm doing the best that I can. And, I don't know, trying to level your own playing field, letting go of things that may not be as necessary or important as other things that you have maybe you know what I mean so that's all I got for this week um my quote of the week I actually saw this morning on TikTok and I thought it was great and it said a YouTuber with a million subscribers isn't going to make fun of you for uploading your first video a black belt in jujitsu isn't going to make fun of you for struggling as a white belt A millionaire won't make fun of you for trying to start a business. Only the people who are too scared to try and do what you're doing will make fun of you. Only the people who are average will criticize you for being different because they want you to be average right along with them. And I just thought that was great because it's true. It's true. And I'm not going to elaborate on it today. Maybe some other day. But I'm not elaborating on it today because I think it's perfect the way it is. But yeah, that's my quote of the week. And my song of the week, of course, is August by Taylor Swift. And happy August to all of those who celebrate. Wink, wink. (laughs) I love her. Our mother. But yeah, um, that's all for today. And I will catch you guys on the next one.